Hello and welcome to another episode of Smoking Underground. Today, we are going to be comparing cutting styles and we'll be smoking the Rocky Patel World Champion. Yes. It's yes. going to be great. Yeah, I know you're going to love it. Yeah, that's going to be good. I'm joined today by Gary and John, and I am Devin. What is up, everybody? Hey, Dev. Hey, John. Hey, Dev. Hey, Dev. Hey, Dev. How you doing? That's it. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, welcome. Right. welcome to Alabama. What's better than smoking a cigar with Elvis in his spaceship? Smoking underground. Episode Cutting Styles. Got a light. Welcome to Alabama. Um, oh, so God. today we are going to be discussing cutting style and their effect on the flavor. Because what's what's the to give away the secret real quick, it does affect the flavor, but we're gonna discuss it in detail and try to uh Prove our case. Indeed. We have all three been smoking the Rocky Patel World Championship Seagar. The Seagar. And uh, we've got a nice one here. What's the what's the ring gauge on this one? Hmm. This one right here looks to be about a 54. Somewhere along in there. Okay. I yeah. thought it was more like a 5 by 52 but I can't remember. Two. Sounds good. I like yeah. 52. This is the middle ground. Uh, the one old pitted prunes, uh, Robinette. Got me to smoke the first time was the ring gauge smaller, which was pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So while I light mine up, Mr. Gary, can you tell us a little bit about the Patel? World this Champions? is the Rocky Patel World Cigar Smoking World Champion, a.k.a. CSWC. Uh, and uh, cigar, uh, the Cigar World Championship, of course, uh, they it, it started local and then uh, started a little old bitty little shop or whatever it may be if you if you will and then it grew um and what they'll do is every once in a while they'll have a smoking competition and the competition is basically or where you light a particular cigar there's a group of you that's in this competition you get uh, either one match or either one light okay uh and the cigar ha on, on, you can only ash one time okay and the longer uh, the ash, as well as the longer the smoke, you gain points on that. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, the winner, of course, is the longest smoke, if you will, that is still got a good ash on the cigar itself. Uh, and that's where this comes from. And, of course, this right here was uh, the uh, championship of the Cigar Aficionado uh, in the slow-smoking slow competition. Uh, and to um, this, this right here was the... Uh, the, the baby that they uh, uh, that actually won the competition here and and I have to say it's uh it's it's uh it's pretty slow smoking uh, I will give it that um yeah we're looking at one of my favorites on the outside San Andreas on the outside here and Nicaraguan binder Honduran Nicaraguan so it's uh it's a it's a good smoke really fine fine smoke and mine. Uh, actually, all four of mine have drawn like straw, and they have drawn really good. I've been very pleased with it. Um, the definition of uh, complexity of everything that I've I've enjoyed with each of the cuts um, is uh, is very uh, has been very pleasing, very much so. But the cigar doesn't, you know, it's not shabby. Um, yeah, kind of excited about smoking this one here, even though I have smoked three others uh, with the uh, with the different. Uh, cutting styles on uh yeah still still 
these are good smokes. I really enjoy it. Good, uh, good price point on them too. Yeah, what's that price point looking at, John? I don't know if we actually still stock those. This is kind of an older cigar. Uh, these were pulled as we were putting together samplers, so I do not know if these are actually current inventory. Gotcha. They, they were chose. Or I chose these because. Uh, basically the size that they would be decent cigars etc and i could get a quantity of them for us not necessarily availability it's just the point of the test yeah i think these run about 12 i wanted to say those were those that size might have been right at 10 but okay. with recent price increases if we do have them 12 would probably correct yeah and i would say it's a good stick i like the length of it I like everything about it. I like the um, copper tone uh, band with kind of an eggshell white on it. It's very subtle to the point, nothing too flashy. I think it's it's a perfect wrapper. Uh, I like the band. The band has got my attention. I like anything copper. You know, yeah, me it's too. got a copper on it, man, that's all right, including blondes. Man, if they're, if they're copper tan, boy, I'm telling you, that's good stuff right there. <laughs> talking about the, you know, talking about the ring base. Well. Oh, okay, yeah. Certainly. yeah, yeah. And then, of course, remember, it do, you guys have removed it. It does have that nice red ribbon for the foot, too, which I think just kind of adds to the appearance of the cigar. And the- I do, and you know what's funny about that is I feel like that's also, you. it's a utility because they want to make sure that this, one meant for competition smoking that the tip stays exactly the way they do it. So I, I honestly feel like that's the real reason put it on there. It just has the added effect of look. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoy this one here, and it uh, it's got a good draw to it. I don't know what it's doing in samplers, to be honest with you. Uh, but nevertheless, anyway, it's got a good draw to it. It's got a great flavor to it. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, the San Andreas on the outside, you know, very one-dimensional to me, but I kind of like that. It hadn't got a... Uh, to me, it's got a good zip right off the top when it comes to flavor. A nice right. earthiness to it. Um, well said. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'd agree with that. Oh, uh, but yeah, I, I, I dig it. I dig it a lot, you know. Well, good deal. Um, as I was saying, our topic for today is going to be the different cutting styles and the flavor they kind of encompass from the same exact cigar. Now, this is our number four. We're all smoking right now because we've smoked one, two, and three, and that's wow. straight cut. V-cut and a punch. This last one, which you may not know, called the Shurkin. This metal device with five razor blades in it, and, at a, and I think it's at like 30 degree angle inside of it. And then you jam the uh, the end of the cigar in there, and once you can feel it slice, you kind of wiggle it a little bit, and then you pull it out, and you've got some slits around it, and you pull from that. Now, I don't know about y'all's experience with the Shurkin, but I have found that I've got to pinch it enough until I get a crack, just barely. Really? Yeah, like so I, I'm pinching it. You guys can't see it right now, but where I'm coming with these guys, and I kind of pinch it a little bit, just a little bit, and then I hear the crack go through, and I'm able to pull mostly from that crack. And then if it starts that? getting bogged down, I pinch it another way, and it forms another crack. Yeah. So far, one pinch is done. Yeah, every time I pinch a crack, it uh, seems to do me well, too. So, yeah, this, uh, yeah. This is I'm shaking uh, my the, head for that. The uh, shirking cut John put on this thing is very You're good. Just, you must be cutting it wrong, Devin. Uh, the shirking, sh- you should be able to, you know, pu- push it over the head of the cigar and then pull it back. And you sh- should be. Now, the cig- it all goes back to, and that's the problem with the shirking. You've got to have a cigar with excellent draw, uh, no blockages or anything. I'll agree and there. you should, it, it should be 
as you inhale, five knife-like beams of smoke hitting your tongue. If you're having to squeeze it, pinch the crack and separate it, you're going to lose some of the intensity that a shuriken brings to the Right. Well, I, I may not have manhandled it properly enough. I may not have put enough force on it, but I own a shuriken now, so I'm going to be trying it out more often to get it down. I will tell you, it's not a it's not like a, a guillotine cut where it's just cut it and you're done. You, there's a little bit of skill behind it. At least I think there. these jabronis probably figured it out. <laughs> I've never, to be honest with you, this is my very first shirking cut, man. So, I mean, I, I, I feel your pain. Yeah, John did good on this one right here. I mean, because it draws very, very well. I've done nothing to it. I pulled it out, put the, pulled the tip off of it and lit it up. And it's, uh, yeah, it's drawing very good. A very unique flavor profile on this here uh, with this particular cut. Uh, I'm very, this is, uh, this is kind of odd, this yeah. particular cut here and the way the flavor is going. Uh, it's, it, uh, it's a little bit more different than uh, the V-cut uh, guillotine and punch. It's a little bit different as far as the flavor profile goes on that. Uh, I will give it that. That's it's kind of odd too because um, feeling you know you get the the a little bit of the you know the tips covered right. you know and that right there is kind of odd. You're used to, you're used to I don't you're you're used to feeling you know something on that particular instance there whether it's uh, you know the 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 V V cut or the V uh, or the guillotine. Right. You're used to you're used to feeling that in uh, you know on the draw. And uh, in this one, you're not. So it's kind of, it's very odd. It's almost like it's a, um, I don't know, intenser type flavor. If you I wanted to start the progress with the, the shuriken on this one simply because we're smoking it right now. And what it makes me think about, Gary, is when I, I bought cigar tips that you can press your cigar into. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. when you hit those, you don't have your lips to the cigar, but you're just pulling the smoke. This sure. kind of has, it's not the exact same effect. It's a similar effect. So mm -hmm. you kind of get a different draw on it than yeah. you normally, obviously, it slits and will cut on it. Sure, right. But I can tell you real quick before we continue on, you got. You, I want you to try to guess what I'm pairing with it. Oh, it's going to be a, <sighs> man, you have done scotch so much, but you're a scotch guy though. Right. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say it's a, Please tell me it's not a tequila. No, 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 no. Definitely not a tequila okay. this time. Um, gotcha. This pairing is brought to you by the Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship, which is uh, a part of the Arc of Fire Gaming Network. And we are drinking today uh, Chattanooga Whiskey Founders 11th Anniversary that my buddy uh, Garth got me and, and Josh got me when he was out there. And, How you uh, like it? I am loving it. It's going great in there. It's absolutely wonderful. What do you uh, what? What kind of age are you looking at on that, man? I think if I know. I don't know. Be completely oh, honest, it's a blend. Really? Yeah. About that. Mash Bill blend. And mm. uh, Chattanooga whiskey was actually, uh, my buddy Garth, uh, he's really, him and Josh are really big into Chattanooga whiskey. They'll drive oh. up there on the weekend wow. just to go get. Dang. Last time my buddy Josh was uh, up in that area, I was like, hey, man, get me a bottle when you're up there. I don't care how much. The one you know I, you'll think I'll like and buy it and I'll pay you. He picked a good one, man. I finished. Like the first week I had it, I got it down that far. I got it down halfway. Hey, dude, that's half the bottle. You're right. Well, I mean, it's the first week I had it. I had to put it aside. I had to, I had to stop because it's so good. I couldn't stop like drinking. Yep. 
but it's yeah, good. It goes really well with this because you got the natural kind of earthy, like we were saying with mm-hmm. the uh, championship cigar right. and it doesn't overpower it and it's not underwhelmed. It's right in the middle ground. And gotcha. I think a blend is a perfect way to go. Okay. What's uh? what would be the, what would you say the price point would be on that right there? Be I believe that was about a $65 bottle. Okay. All right. Yep. It should be good then. Wow. Yep. Especially for C, man. That's they make some uh, they make some good inexpensive uh, liquor up there. Well, uh, all of us at the the WTF, we kind of we have our everyday swill and we have our sipping libation. Yeah, I this got is you. a sipping libation. Although I drank way too much of it when I first got it because I was enjoying the hell out of it. Right. Yeah. That's a, well. It's got a good looking color to it too. I like it. That. Does so, it does? Man, it's yeah. got that nice, uh, nice dark burgundy yeah. to it. That's cool. Good looking bottle. I like that. Yeah, man. it's it's a stout bottle. It's typical, you know, kind of looks like a whiskey bottle, like a yeah, old school whiskey bottle. It's full cork too, uh, top and bottom. No no wood piece on top. So Devin, I have to ask you this on the spot, yes, live like we are, you know, doing what we are. When uh, when are you going to make your own whiskey? Well, uh, I'm in talks with a buddy of mine who makes something else that shall not be named. Mm-hmm. And, um, we're in talks of, you know, me learning the process from him to see if I can start making my own libation in some capacity. Okay. Uh, I'm not quite sure exactly what I want it to taste like, but I have an idea. And then I'm kind of going to lean, I know this sounds bad, but maybe lean toward the spectrum a bit. Like oh, maybe, okay. I don't know. I have no idea. I want to yeah, just right. learn the process, make it, sure. and then we'll come out hopefully one day with, uh, Whiskey Tobacco Fellowship whiskey or libation. Yeah. Right, like right. I think that's a great idea, man. Yeah. You're, you're the perfect one to do it with, too. That's great. That's good. That's, uh, man, uh, uh, best best ventures, man, on that right there. I think you'd be good at it, too. Yeah. So uh, what's, um? let's get back into the shirkin and the pull and the taste we're getting from it. Now, I think we're going to refer back to the shirkin each time because, in my personal opinion, the, it's probably the most muted of all the pulls and all the cuts out of all. Oh, without a doubt, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the fact that's, that's, that's one thing I like about, um, the, the V cut as well as the shirkin is that, um, you don't get all that tobacco in you. There's no fallout. There's no spitting. There's no, you know, trying to get it, uh, you know, trying to get it, trying to get it out of your mouth there as yeah. far as, you know, all the, the, uh, residue stuff that comes with it. I like right. that part. The only thing I would be afraid of, uh, and this being my only first shirking cut right here, is that what happens, of course, and everybody knows this if you're a veteran cigar guy, is that when you draw on a cigar, um, the oils build up down towards the tip. Um, and that's the only thing I would be afraid of. And, of course, I haven't uh, uh, being uh, a shirking cut. I, I don't necessarily know how deep this was cut because you can't see them. You can't see the cuts. Yeah. Uh, so in this particular case here, I would be afraid of the oil starting to clog up the uh, the slits in the cut there. Well, That's if I can tell you something I'm, there, Gary, John, yeah. um, you know, I'm, I'm a bit of a fast smoker, as everybody knows. Right. Uh, the advantage of the shirking cut is it's slowing me down because it doesn't pull as quickly as all the rest of them. Now, it does pull quick enough, okay. but... I will notice that there is some residue already building up on mine. I touch my finger to it and I can see it. Oh, I wiped it okay. off. So gotcha. 
the old rule that Oscar used to tell us, you take a draw from your cigar, you can see it's a little bit wet. You don't take a draw again until it dries. Mm. I would say with the shuriken thus far in my experience, that would be very, very true because it's going to take a minute to kind of settle down a little. To me, this right here is smoother than the rest of the cuts that I've had so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, um, the V cut to me is a very smooth cut. Uh, it, uh, to me, it has a good draw to it, concentrates on the tongues. It gives the palate a rest, but yet still, um, I, I, I still think it has a, a very nice draw. Uh, but on the Shurkin, this right here appears to be a smoother type smoke um, and almost filters the tobacco as, it, as you're drawing. Uh, and it's, it's, it's almost holding back just a little bit of what could have flavor to it uh, because you're just looking at slits here and that's all you're looking at. You're drawing through these right here. It seems to me like a little bit of the flavor is being held back, uh, but it's, it's, it's actually quite smooth to me, right? Uh, smoother than all the others. That may be the disadvantage of it is the fact that the full impacting flavor of the shuriken cut on this particular cigar isn't going to ring as true, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, uh, no, especially if you're talking about different smokes as far as a, a full-bodied smoke. And I would probably choose a shuriken cut for something of a full body that you don't want all of the bang going on. That's a very good point. I, I Like people who struggle with Maduro cigars, but they kind of really like the taste of a particular one, but they kind of shuriken cut it. And then it kind of reserves the flavor a bit so that you can get it in smaller doses. That's a, that's a, it, with the guillotine cut, I got more of everything on the guillotine cut. I got I got every every flavor you could think of, including the tobacco that you're trying to spit out at the same time. So, uh, and I'm not getting that out of this. Right. I'm getting uh, I'm getting you know much smoother smoke out of this right here than I had uh, both the uh, uh, the guillotine and the punch. Or not uh, the punch to me, it was uh, it was good. Um, but the V cut to me was for this particular stick here was smoother uh, than the rest of them, except for the shuriken. Which leads us into the next one we're going to go through is uh, the punch. Mm. So I kind of want to do a cross reference between a punch and a V cut because, yeah. in my opinion, they are drastically similar. Yeah. yeah. In their pull. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get into different punches, now, John used a small mouth or a small gauge punch or a standard day. Right, gotcha. Uh, typically, when I do a punch, I do a wide mouth, which is very similar to a straight cut, yeah. whereas the normal punch is similar to a V-cut yeah. in all that it keeps the cap intact. Now, I would say it's just aerodynamics, obviously, and when you have the V-cut and the way the smoke's being pulled through versus... You have the punch and the way that's being through. Think of the right. cigar, the tips of the cigar differently and how it channels it down. You yeah. have a spherical type of look when you hit the punch and it goes in and around all the way through and then through the hole. Whereas sure. a V cut, it's only got two spots it's going down yeah. and hitting it in a, uh, you know, like a 30 degree angle kind sure. of. I didn't notice much of a flavor difference between those. They both were really good. But obviously, the V-cut's going to have a lot, a little bit more draw on it than yeah. a punch would. Did you notice any flavor difference, Gary? Yeah, by, by all means. Yeah, by all means, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your punch is not going to, to me, the punch does not, um, it doesn't, 
you know, you're not going to draw a whole lot of smoke through a punch hole, you know, especially the standard seven millimeter. Right. You're not going to, you're not going to have a whole lot of that coming through. Now, when you start going up to your size, which is about a 10 millimeters, uh, one of the, one of the big boys, um, that right there, you're going to start getting a lot more smoke and you're going to start emulating in a lot of the time, the guillotine without the, you know, without the residue, which is, uh, which is what the punch supposed to do. The punch supposed to literally take care of the cap, but yet, um, give you a good draw and then, uh, and, and give you all the, the characteristics of the guillotine without all the mess. I'd completely agree. The punch seemed to concentrate it onto my tongue easier where I could control, uh, where it hit. So the flavor was very concentrated. Now the, the great part about it, and I would say the similarity between the punch and the shuriken is that the smoke coming through wasn't as hot as the other two cuts v cut and obviously Uh simply because you don't you can pull lightly and get a concentrated flow so you don't have to pull as hard yeah kind of thing i know that sounds counterintuitive where you with a straight cut you just pull and you get a whole bunch but you don't want a whole bunch in my opinion when you're pulling unless you're trying to do smoke ring yeah nothing wrong nothing wrong with that at all by all means um uh, yeah uh the uh to me, uh, I, I kind of like, uh, I kind of like a big punch or a V cut in my, you know, just for me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, cause I just don't like all the residue dropping off and, you know, under your lip and everything else that, uh, you got to spit and try to get out and everything. People think you're dipping more than you're smoking though. Right. Right. Um, but, but this right here has, boy, I'm telling you what, if you want a new dimension or a new dynamic on a smoke. Uh, and you just want to get two smokes and you do one of them the conventional way. And I mean, conventional way being, uh, the, the punch V cut or guillotine, which has been around for a long time. Uh, if you want to do that and then do the shirkin, you, I think you're going to see a difference in that, uh, in those, uh, particular, uh, cuts and the flavor of the cigar itself. Yeah. So, mm. uh, which leads us into the next tangent which is the v cut and the straight cut those two comparisons now the reason i wanted to do it like that was i'll be honest with you with the straight cut it was bold it was loud and there was actually a bit of a harsh note on it on the pull like it didn't feel like you had governance over the smoke you're pulling out of the cigar it just was free flowing and so you're getting all the flavors pushed at you all at one time and that's kind of the, the name of the game with a straight cut. Straight cut is not my particularly favorite. I only use it if I have to. It's always a V, a punch, and now it's going to be a straight cut is a last resort. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the, uh, the the shirking cut right here, I think, is, uh, you know, I, I think it's very interesting. But I, I also like a lot of the, I like a lot of the, the flavor. I'm a, I'm a flavor hog. If people know me, I like to cook, and I even like to eat even better. So I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm a flavor hog and, uh, and I really, really enjoy that right there. So the shuriken cut probably would be last on my list when it comes to something, uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, wanting a lot of flavor, I probably yeah. just veer away from the shuriken and probably do a, uh, do a V cut, um, or either a large punch. Yeah. And of course I do a, I do a conventional cut or, or a guillotine cut because I got a cutter in my pocket. Uh, but there's oftentimes where I'll take a, I'll take a pocket knife 
and uh and i'll take a pocket knife and sort of just ease around sort of like a can opener if you will yeah. and i'll just ease the cap off of it with a pocket knife and peel the cap off and you know smoke it that way uh, emulates a emulates a uh, a conventional guillotine cut but without all of the tobacco you know, being cut and falling off now um, gary there is a cut we didn't do that i'd actually like to buy one of these cigars and try are you ready for this i'm ready the bite off <laughs> yeah bite off yeah I'd, I'd like to try that like the old school <laughs> rip it off yeah. with your mouth and start smoking yeah uh, well we can do that now you know we can do that now you know <laughs> uh, no I, so, i'd agree with you on the shirkin uh, I would say I'm going to keep my reservoir in my repertoire, yeah, repertoire of what I have available because I think you're absolutely right. With a dark stick, this may be the better way to go because there's so much flavor packed in. And the big complaint I get from some of my friends when they smoke Maduro's is just how dark it is. Filmy, they, their mouth feels after when they can't get it out of their mouth. A shuriken might actually be able to reduce that. I like that. Yeah. I think there's I like a good that. practicality to something like that, which yeah. makes me think about Gary. It makes me think about the guys at the cigar shop who will literally take the end of a matchstick and push it in just to make yeah. a small hole and pull from yeah. that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would, uh, that would often emulate what they call a lance cut or just basically just puncturing the end of the cigar, you know, with a knife or a sharp object of some kind. And, uh, and that, that does, uh, very, very something similar to the, to the, uh, shirking cut, except, you know, that, that, that's going to give you a little bit more flavor to it, yeah. you know, uh, in my opinion. So I don't um, know about you. I, I don't know. Straight cut is just not my favorite cut. I just, I think a straight, like I said, it's the last resort with nothing there. You really want to try to keep the, the cap intact as much as humanly possible, even to the point where if you're going to do a straight cut, don't freehand it put it down on a surface place the cigar down and cut it so you get an even cut all the way through. very good very good yeah that's uh that's how i first started cutting whenever i uh, i first got into it yeah um they didn't have uh what i call block cutters yeah uh, you know at that at that particular time when i started there and uh, they come along shortly afterwards you know but uh yeah where you know, guy showed me it took took the uh, cutter stuck it down on the table right there and then took your cigar and then put it in the cutter and then cut it it gives you a good uh gives you a good base or a very good governor of you know cutting off that particular tip there not too much of it right. which i thought was idea and then the block cutter come out and of course all of it was, you know great for you know guys that don't want to do that as well as rookies if you will you know yeah. that uh want to want to experiment a little bit too but yeah. Well, the great thing about rookies is it's like you try to show them something tiny and small to improve it. Because we have people come in the shop all the time. It's first time I'm smoking cigars or I only smoke once a year. I'm like, I want to give them that tip because I know they're not going to do a V cut or they're oh. not going to do a punch. They're not going to do anything special. They just got a straight cut. Sure. And I'm like, you need to try it like this to improve your experience. I mean, it's it's a 20% better straight cut experience uh -huh. by placing it on a flat surface. It is just trying to freehand it and hit the cap the right way because there's something about it no joke there's something about when you put it down and you cut it you you use all the right force whereas when you're holding it you're like oh maybe and you gently hit it and you, you cut it and it usually flakes off yeah that's a good point that's a that's a great point i like that yeah it's where all the tobacco is cut evenly and you don't have any jaggedness to where you can uh 
you know, it might be a stem or something sticking out. And the next thing you know, your tongue's playing with that stem there and you're yeah. going, oh God, come on. Now, and when I, it comes to this cigar and the straight cut, which was the first one I smoked, when you first light it, you get all the flavor right up front. You really, every bit really of enjoy it. it. Every bit of it. You're and right. there's nothing wrong with that. Right in the beginning, mm. it's great. I would say when you're at about the point where I'm at, where you're at the midway point, that's when you're, you look at the straight cut and go, man, I wish it was governed down just a little bit more so I could keep enjoying the natural flavor, which is why you have to do a purge. But I would say your V cut and your punch are going to be your, your standards, especially to bring out, in my opinion, the best possible flavor and your ability to control that flavor going into your body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm also noticing too, without, um, that I just now noticed on the shirkin cut. What's that? Uh, it is, uh, it's actually when you draw off of it, um, all cigars are going to have a little bit of heat coming off of it in a sense of the burn itself. Right. Duh. But in this particular case here, what I'm noticing here is that I'm getting the heat is being trapped by the cap yeah. on this thing. And it's, uh, and every draw that I take off of this is, is a warmer draw, uh, much warmer actually than I'm used to having off of, uh, the other contemporary cuts, really? uh, which is, yeah, uh, I am, I'm, I'm actually experiencing that in the, and it's, it's kind of, kind of strange because that cap is now, uh, it's, it's, it's holding that heat when I draw off of it right there, it's holding that heat underneath it. And, uh, and I'm going, Oh, well, hello. Oh, oh, so, you know, to me, it's a little bit warmer, uh, in my opinion, uh, it's a little bit warmer than a conventional cut because all that heat's being trapped underneath that cap when you draw off of it. that, that's what I'm gathering right now. And I noticed that I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not smoking this thing fast at all. As a matter of fact, you can hold your, your, my fingers, uh, very comfortably underneath about maybe a half, maybe about a half inch underneath the cut itself. I mean, uh, the burn itself. And so, I mean, I'm not, you know, as you, as you can see, that's, uh, I'm holding that very comfortably there, you know? And so it's not, I'm not huffing it. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not speed, uh, speed drawing it or anything like that, but every draw I take off of it, it's got a little bit of a heat underneath that cap right there. And it's a little bit warmer. Uh, so if, uh, Sounds kind of cliche about what I'm about to say, but this would probably go good in the winter, you know? Uh, oh, that's a good, yeah. I didn't think about that. That would where be good. You could, yeah. To where you could, uh, you do a shirking cut in the winter time, you know, and, you know, it, and it's got, uh, it actually holds a little bit of the heat of the cigar in there. Yeah. And, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's another thing. I've been, I mean, I just noticed that too. Wow. That's pretty neat. Well, so my other fear with a shirking cut, is because the flavor is slightly muted and we're getting a little bit of tar buildup more also on the tip. I can see it. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I yeah. like to do a dip and there is nothing wrong with that. But you tells you, <laughs> don't take advice from me. Uh, is you you go to dip your cigar, you you might get some of that in your actual drink when you dip it oh, as opposed to a normal. Really? Because oh. a normal cuts, all the other cuts, they dry out fast enough for you don't have to worry right. about it. Right, right, right. Yeah, that stems back to the point I was making about all the oils coming up and and getting you know sort of caked uh, on the yeah. uh, on the on the shirking openings right there and being capped uh, right there. And of course, as the cigar goes down, to me it seems like it would be which I have not um, 
I have not uh, experienced yet. Um, this cigar actually draws really good. It's a good quality stick. But yeah, I can see that happening possibly in another cigar to where you sure can cut that right there, especially a full-bodied Nicaraguan or something something rich, a Tatawahe or a Umagog or something like that that's got a nice richness to it, a La Florida Dominicana of some kind uh, to where the oils that are, that are coming up to that uh that uh, that tip right there are going to get they're going to get trapped and next thing you know you're like okay i got i got i got to do something either punch it or cut it or you know or something so yeah that's a good point there buddy sure. well i just tried something while you were telling us about that i'm i have an air conditioner running right now and i put the tip of the cigar to where the air conditioner is pushing basically through the cigar to cool the tip down because i was thinking uh-huh. winter cigar cold weather you know the outside cold environment kind of helping to regulate the temperature of the cigar right. itself. So right. I'm mimicking that with the air conditioner and I took a pull from it. And I got to say that pull was actually better getting it slightly chilled, strangely enough. All right. So we're, we're looking at the shuriken cut basically um, to, in, in my opinion of, of an overview or summary of it, we're looking at the shuriken cut basically just uh, filtering a lot of the flavor out of the cigar as well as keeping a little bit of the uh the oils inside and uh and holding off a lot of your flavor is what it's doing this wasn't supposed to be a shirkin cut episode but it turned more into that now i will tell you i think gary and i have come across something poignant about the shirkin in the point that I think the next thing I'm going to try a shuriken on is going to be the darkest cigar I can possibly get. Oh, sweet. Just yeah. to try that effect on it, to see how muted the actual flavor is. And maybe you won't get as dizzy. Because they say with Maduro's, the always the question I ask customers, have you eaten something? Because you don't need yeah. to smoke this unless you have something on your stomach. It'll, That's true. It'll make you dizzy. Yeah. yeah. But goes maybe the shuriken will govern that. Yeah, it goes for any stick on that as well. You know, I mean, your stomach's not made to take that uh, that nicotine, that tar, or uh, the, uh, the the particular oils that you know go down and uh, go down the throat and the esophagus and land the stomach. It's it's not made to do that. So yeah, anytime you anytime you smoke anything, you want to you want to make sure you got a little something on your stomach. Uh, but yeah, you're right, man. Uh, that's that would be great, and I would like for you to keep me updated on that because I don't have shirkins at my shop. So, uh, you know, if you, if you can, and I don't happen to have a shirking cut here, uh, sponsored by cigars and more, I don't happen to have that. Um, but nevertheless, uh, yeah, keep me updated on that. If you do that, I want, I want to pop, I want to, I want to ping by you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, now today's message is brought to you by VitolaFineCigars.com. You can head there, uh, pick out your cigars. You get anything over $50, it gets free shipping. So I think that's a, that's the majority of the topic we have here as far as the different cuts and lights. I think with the straight cut you get a lot of you get a lot of everything straight up on you and then with the V cut and the punch obviously it's governed down. Your V cut is your obvious next step after a straight cut simply because it's a best of both worlds. Keeps the cap intact, still gives you some good pull. It, it requires you to put a little bit more work into pulling on it. And I think for relights, it's better too, in my opinion. And then you got the punch, which is a a much more governed down, which in my opinion also hold more of the flavor in. And then you got the the dreaded shirkin, which is a completely different animal compared to the other three. Hey, John, you know how many, you know how many blades a shirkin's got? Is it, uh, is it 10? No, it's uh, five. 
Some five. of them have six, but the metal ones that uh, cigars and more Vitola fine cigars have had recently have been five. Um, I know cigars and more 280 also do, no longer has the shirkin cutters in stock. So I'm not sure which one of our stores do, but they Trust are available them. through the uh, smokingunderground.com website. Okay. Uh, I know Trustville has, so they still have a little box. So stop on by Tuesday nights from 4.30 to 8 at Trustville. Uh, That's when the Dev Meister's working. That's yes, right. Sir. Every Tuesday. Every other Saturday over at uh, Batola Fine Cigars over in uh, Mountain Brook, I'm there. I normally have uh, either a, I normally have some food there or something that effect there for, for folks that come in and buy anywhere between lasagna all the way to smoked, uh, to, a, to a smoked uh, Boston bud of some kind. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. And yeah. of course, I'm at Cigars and More 280 every Sunday and the occasional Saturday. And if Harris does his job, I know this is coming out after Vegas, but if he's in <laughs> Vegas, maybe he'll be bringing us back some of these new Eganosa Leaf 100 ring gauge cigars. Oh my oh, God. One, 10 by 100 Bellicosa. Oh my God. More than oh, one and a half Lord. inches in diameter at the foot. And uh, Mexican Hannah San Andreas wrapper over a Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan filler. Wow. Uh, so we're going to see if that one shows up. Uh, suggested retail price, thirty nine ninety nine. So like 20 ring gauges more, three <laughs> inches longer than the 7 by 70 $40 Asylum. Man alive. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Lord child. I mean, uh, it's, there's not often times you pay 40 bucks and get stretch marks, too. That's not bad. So, John, you got any uh, industry news for us? Any that was kind happenings? of my industry news is the uh, uh, Agronosa Leaf uh, introducing this 100 ring gauge cigar. It, looking probably to be introduced at PCA here in uh, the coming week. I believe the record ring gauge is like 133. It's not quite the biggest out there, but it's a mouthful. The baby's I think, arm. <laughs> I think the I I think I got a I got a hold of Grand Habano uh, one time. Grand Habano had um, they actually had a full size, and I don't know whether they still bring it to the shows or not. But they actually had a cigar that was rolled that they brought into the show. Uh, they had to have a truck bring it in, um, and the cigar measured um, six foot um, by one foot diameter. Yeah. So uh, you know that that particular cigar there, you could literally look at the end of it, it was Parejo, and uh, and that one right there was a a beast. Uh, I, I had my picture taken with it, of course, wasn't in my mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yes, but very that, impressive. That was a one off. Kind of. That's like saying the biggest hot dog's the wiener mobile. So there you go. There you are. Um, according to the article I'm reading, this is the largest cigar that Eganosa has ever produced, and it's going to be sold under the JFR Lunatic. Now, is that going to be? Uh, hey, is that bigger than the femur? Is that is that is that going to be the ring gauge? Is that bigger than the femur? Is the femur ninety ring gauge? Oh nope. Yep. Here we go. Roma Craft uh, introduced the. Uh, Cro-Magnon femur, which measured 10 by 133 and a third. There it is. Okay. So it's a little smaller. 133 and a third ring gauge. Now, one ring gauge is 164th of an inch. That's correct. So what is one third of 164th of an inch? Good God. Lord, child. Oh, Lord. Because that would be smaller. So it wouldn't be 124th of an inch. It would be one. 
It'd be like one hundred and eightieth of an inch. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Which That's... I think would probably rank, rank somewhere around a piece of paper in thickness. So how the hell do you measure? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you gotta have a you gotta have a set of glasses and a uh, nice caliper for that one right there. <laughs> the vein makes the difference in that oh one. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> ah, tobacco did. vein, Devin. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Speaking of tobacco, pinch the crack. Speaking of tobacco. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you got me on that one. All right. Uh, remember, if you like what you're listening to, remember to. Uh, Hit that follow button. You can also visit smokingunderground.com and check out the shop and all your Smoking Underground gear. Yeah, and this is a welcome, and, and uh, we appreciate y'all uh, staying tuned and tuning in to the Cigar Science Channel. Yeah, That's right. That. That's right. You know, to where you can uh, you can learn more about cigars in there in depth from three freaking geeks when it comes to cigars. God, it's awful. So, uh I would have, have to be say, two geeks and one freak, and then we'll let the audience nice. figure out who that is. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, John. Nice. Email email in your guesses. <laughs> <laughs> now, I would have to say this uh, cigar, this championship cigar, the Rocky Patel World Championship cigar, I w- it's got a nice, bold flavor to it, much more bold than I thought it was going to have. The, the leathery feel or the leathery taste you want out of a cigar like this, it seems slightly muted comparatively. You know what I mean? Like if you get another cigar in its caliber, you kind of can taste it more. Whereas this yeah, one, not so much, but that's not to say it's bad. It's a very good stick. The flavors are bold, especially mm. for the type of cigar. It's it's almost like its brother is a Maduro kind of thing. What would you say about this? Uh, I, I mean, first of all, I like it. I, I dig the cigar itself. I really do. It's got a good flavor to it. It's got nice spice without being overbearing, right? Uh, and it's uh, and it's it stays smooth all the way down, um, and uh, in and I want to say that's in part to the San Andreas wrapper that's on it as well. You know, that San Andreas man, it tries to stay just like that all the way down. It don't yeah. it don't like to variate a whole lot at all. The broadleaf likes to variate. It likes to go. It likes to go bitter at first, twangy, if you will, in, in my opinion. Uh, and then uh, it starts riching down as it goes. Uh, the San Andreas, not so much. It, it almost has a nice, even kill to it all the way down. And that's I like the San Andreas just for that reason. There's not too much of a uh, deference to that when it comes to uh, complexity. And I, I kind of like that. Cigar's good, though. Yeah, very good, especially for a Robusto. A robusto on a shirkin cut right now is it's very good on this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's doing like me it. a favor. I'm liking it. Now I will say, just because I'm kind of a candela connoisseur, I wouldn't mind to see this exact same everything except the outside wrapper be a candela around it. Just to get that peppery kind of taste you get out of yes, candela. That is very interesting. I bet that would be really I bet that that smoke would be really complex when it comes to a Candela on something like that. Now, wow. Gary, I can tell you recently I purchased some uh, Kentucky Fire Cured Swamp Rats. How do you like that, man? You you like this KFC stuff? I did not think I was going to like it because the standard one is, it's okay. It's not bad. Yeah. There's nothing wrong right. with it, but it's sure. not my go-to. You know me and Candela. I got to try different ones because I'm looking to relive the glory day of Camacho Candela. <laughs> this has been the closest one 
to that that I've no kidding so far. So far. Wow. Okay. Very. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I've, I've been I've been I've been enjoying this all the way from the start all the way down. Um, yeah. You know, I I just I I have enjoyed this smoke on a. Uh, uh, I have enjoyed this smoke as a V cut. Yeah. I have thoroughly enjoyed this smoke as a V cut because to me, I think the V cut smooths it off, uh, as you know, to the, uh, to the guillotine, uh, in my opinion, you know, and, yeah. and when I hit the V cut on this particular smoke, I, I sat back and I went, this is good. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. When I yeah. was smoking all of them, I would have to say out of the four cuts, even though I'm a wide mouth punch guy, oh. I enjoy the V cut more than I did the punch, the straight cut, and the shuriken is just a different animal. But I'd have to say, if I had to give a grading of which one, it would be the yeah, me too, me too. I would what say about you, John. Same. I think you guys have known that since I started playing with the shuriken, I, I really enjoy the shuriken. Uh, it just has to be the it right cigar. Like I said, it's uh, got to have a good draw. I mean. There's a lot of criteria that goes into having a good cigar with a shuriken cut, and you just have to be sure of that. Other than that, you know, I traditionally always use a V, but in this cigar that we're smoking here, I've been very quiet this episode. Um, be honest, I'm having some issues here with the computer with it. I have unknown memory. I did not like the Rocky Patel World Championship uh, with a V cut or a guillotine cut. And I said this a year ago when it came to the um, LCA Purple People Eater. I did not like that cigar, but I did a shirkin cut to the uh, the Purple People Eater, and by far and away, that is one of my favorite cigars. That no, oh, okay, how about that? So the on the World Championship that we're smoking today and over the course of the last week, and that because in an hour we really can't do justice and smoke four cigars. Right. It was probably one of the better cigars I've had. And I'm a Rocky Patel fan. I'm not as big as I used to be, but I always have enjoyed Rocky Patels when it was with the punch. The punch worked well with that cigar for me. Uh, the shirkin cut on that cigar was okay. I didn't think it made it spectacular, but it still was better than with our traditional V and guillotine cuts. So my summary is... I'm not saying buy four of every cigar and cut it a different <laughs> way, but the cut really comes down to it. And I would really like to see more people experiment with different cuts. Yeah, the guillotine's cheap. The punch is easy to carry. The V, I hate shallow Vs. You've got to have a Amen, deep brother. cutter. Agreed. With the problem with carrying and I carry the Calibri Deep V. Deep V, yes, sir. When you start getting into these smaller diameter cigars, it just cuts the end off. So you have to be able to hover and cut. And I don't know. It's You just have to I, I'm, trust. Sometimes I will give people recommendations on a cut on a cigar because at, since I went down this road, this topic was my idea and I really wanted to stay quiet in this episode. This has all worked out well to find out what you, your, you guys' feelings were with the difference in cuts. And I think you both have had a good experience with the shirkin. Yeah. But it's, it's an interesting thing to do. And um, there's a new cigar out right now, the Esteban Herrera Devil's Hand. I don't know which shops has it or have it, uh, Cigars Amore 280 has it in a Toro 54 ring gauge and in a 6x60. 
and I really enjoy the Toro, and it's superb with a shuriken cut. It's good with a V cut. It's superb with a shuriken. It's mm. one of those things, and I've put a few people onto that cigar, and now I've mentioned, hey, you ought to try this with a shuriken, and I've offered to cut theirs with my shuriken so that you know they can try it. Problem with the shuriken is once you cut it with it, you really can't cut it with anything else right, because right, right. if you guillotine it in that, it's going to clover leaf or something into five. You know, there you're going. It's just going to come apart. Yeah, so, so mushroom more or less. That's yeah. my trying to be quick synopsis that. I just want to see more people experiment with more cuts. And I agree. If you see me in the shop, ask me if I've tried it with something, a cigar, what would I, how would I cut it? Right. And if right. I've experimented with something else on the cigar you have, I might give you a different advice. And if I have my shuriken and you haven't deep throated your cigar, I will cut it with my shuriken for you <laughs> because they're a, uh, you know, a good shuriken. Don't buy the plastic ones on Amazon. Only no, buy don't. the metal body ones. They will have plastic inside for the razor blades, but you need the metal body. Otherwise, it distorts. And those are going to run you anywhere between about $30 and $50. I'd completely agree with that. Now, I got a bonus cut that I'd love to know y'all's opinion on very briefly is the double V cut, making the X. The double V cut. I'll do that sometimes. I'll I'll do a I'll do a double V sometimes when I just uh it's it's um if you will like a like a Hemingway uh, right. Hemingway I uh it's it's a small tip but yet nevertheless I like doing a uh, like a double V cut on that because the Hemingway has a flavor that I thoroughly enjoy same and uh to me um it's like some of the Davidoff to me the 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 Hemingway is like some of the Davidoff small batch stuff but it's that it, it's on up in price you know but uh, it doesn't have all that flavor. It's got a great flavor to it. It's got a nice medium body to it that really ends on a medium body, in my opinion there. Uh, but I want all of that flavor. So uh, I, I enjoy doing something uh, along that lines, you know, on, uh, on that particular stick because it's so good. And I like that particular flavor and I want all I can without, you know, without the droppings going off in your mouth. You know, right. I like that. Well, I wanted to bring up the double V cut because to me, I don't know, it just feels feels gritty and not in the, the texture way, but like the cutting of the top of a bullet with an X on the front mm -hmm. and that when you're looking at it, it's visually appealing to see those four corners still sticking up and a deep V cut at two 90 degree angles. I just love the look of it, especially if the cigar is made well enough that it doesn't fall apart after you do that which a good cigar won't, and a sharp cutter to go with it. I just love the feel of it. I think it it doesn't have the effects of a V-cut. It really has more of the effect of a straight cut in the in the pull of it because it's not really right. governing anything at that point. It's just Correct. something different. Very good. I agree. I agree. I'm noticing something here on this one here, too, uh, on the Shuriken, <clears throat> is I'm down to about the last third of the cigar. Same. Uh, I'm noticing here that the shirkin cut is actually filtering out a lot of the bitterness when it comes down to the, uh, when it comes down to the, to the, to the flavor, it's, it's literally filtering out the bitterness of that right now. And, uh, and I'm not getting a lot of that, uh, as being a robusto going, uh, a third, you know, a third down on the smoke, which is very impressive. Uh, yeah, I would exactly, agree. 
Yeah. That's a that's a good observation because I'm I'm noticing that too because typically I'm at about a thumb and a half. Yeah. About yeah. it. That's, there you and go. Yeah. That's when the bitterness from all the accumulation, even after a purge in the center, that's when you're going to start noticing it when you're like, okay, we're getting towards the end of the cigar. So the economic value of a shirkin might potentially be for you. It takes off that bitterness cigar all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll let y'all know this and I, you know, not, not too many people know it, but I, I did it about, ooh, I guess around about 10 years ago, I invented my own cut and I haven't, uh, I haven't revealed it to a whole lot of folks because I thought I was going to literally invent the doggone thing or actually produce it, but hadn't been in the situation where I could do that. Um, but if I find a good uh, metallurgist that comes into the shop, says, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm a machinist, I'm going to have to pull them aside and say, hey, I need for you to do this. Yeah. Uh, but the particular cut that I I, I, uh, I invented was, uh, is, and it's, it's. Don't give it I away now. It. Somebody might take it. Yeah, that's true. You know, it could be, but nevertheless, you know, so be it. If it does, it's called a valve cut, and I call it a valve cut. And the reason is because it basically punctures the end of the cigar, sort of like a shirkin does, right? Uh, but in a cross, or either uh, in a, uh, uh, you can either do it in a cross cut, you can do it uh, like a, if you will, like a, like a flathead screwdriver, if you will, if you were to okay. take a real sharp flathead screwdriver and then punch the end of it. Yeah. You know, this would be like a cross of that right there. So, and, uh, to okay. where the head stays intact. Um, and then, uh, you get, you get all of the flavor as well, uh, with the flavor, uh, with the cap being intact and, uh, and everything else would be, you know, it would, it would stay like it is, you know, so almost like a, almost like you taking your knife on the very end of it and just doing a cross cut on the very end of it with your knife. Nice. So yeah. it's funny you mentioned that because I was talking to somebody in the shop about the, uh, the shirkin and he actually made a recommendation to me and I went, you know, that might actually be good. It was a, um, his idea was like, you know, like a syringe needle. Yeah. But it would be like 10 syringe needles, kind of like the shirkin where you push it in and then pull it out. And it puts just a bunch of dotted holes in the bottom of your cigar. I don't yeah, know if that's like around. a lance. Sort of like a lance cut, but a lot of them. But right? a lot of them. It'll take super sharp, and you could just like and push it in and pull it out and get all these little dots in it. I was like, that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's interesting, too. If you just knew somebody who had fabrication experience and all kinds of machines. Yeah, I don't know if we know anybody like that. Yeah, and uh, if if anybody, and of course, you know, that that's the benefits of uh, of us, uh, you know, working in a cigar shop like uh, like we do is crap. We know everybody from garbage men to CEOs. Yeah. So, you know, one one day, one guy's going to come in and say, yeah, I'm a machinist. I'm, I'm going to have to pull him aside and say, hey, uh, I got, uh, got an idea. I need you to do this and see how it, see how it comes out. And, uh, gotcha. go with that. Cause like I already stole my freaking idea about the purge <laughs> tool, you know? So, um, they haven't done the, uh, they haven't done the, um, serrated, they haven't done the serrated punch yet. And I, uh, Scott, um, God, I can't remember his last name. I'll, I'll look him up here in a little bit, uh, that used to own Zycar, um, and who sold it off. Um, he, uh, I actually introduced that to him and he sort of, he sort of shook his head a little bit like, yeah, that's a good idea. But, uh, I know if I, if I pull the trigger on this, I know it's going to come back and bite me. And so he stayed away from it. And so I was, I was like, well, I sure would like to see that come about. Right. You know? Well, let's close up a little bit here while you're on the Zycar. 
Cigars and More Vitola Cigars is discontinuing their carrying of Zycar products. And we're going to start carrying a full line of Vertigo Lotus products. Is We don't have them at 280 yet, and I can't wait, is the Lotus Ooh. Jaws Cutter, which is a typical guillotine cutter, but it it's serrated. And it does a wonderful cut. It grabs the cigar, doesn't allow it to slip or twist, and does a nice cut. So serration's already oh, yeah. there in our oh, yeah, yeah. And guillotines. The, yeah, and the guillotines, we've actually got the guillotine serrated at um, that that comes in the um, in the Big Daddy series, right? Yeah, now, which is the pl- which is the plastic series. Yeah, uh, and the serrated cuts already in that, and I I carry one, and I love that. You can just take that thing, and you you can edge because I normally take my cuts and sort of twist them first. I put it ease up on the cap right there, and I twist it about a ninety degree, and then snip it. And the serrate does great at that right there. It's yeah. a nice clean cut, so. Yeah, and if I know Prometheus, they've done it. They probably brought it up to a new level. Probably we do have Prometheus over at Batola in uh, in Mountain Brook, by the way. And I would tell you a PSA: we have it at two eighty. We have it at two eighty also. And I'll say, I've been there for almost a decade. I sold my first Prometheus lighter and cutter. I've only sold oh, one really? last Sunday ever. Same guy came in, came in and bought. Put it this way: he dropped almost his entire budget. He he came in only wanting to spend a thousand dollars, and I got him to ninety-six oh, very nice. and change. Very nice, very nice. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually did the uh, over at Batola. I guess it was around about three. No, it was it was longer than that. Probably around about a month ago. Guy come in uh, uh, and very interested in some of the cuttings and and so on like that. And uh, uh, and he says, "Hey, what about this weird box in here, man? What's all these cigars in here? Talking about the Colibri Scepter." And uh, the Scepter series mm-hmm. right there, yeah. And he ended up walking out with that box. So that was a that was a very nice one there too. But yeah, the yeah, Prometheus I think is gonna be uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna be coming coming hard with that uh, that serrated stuff and it's gonna be good. I wanna tell you a PSA about cutters, just from my personal experience, if it's if it's a straight cut, it needs to have two blades on it. I have never had any luck with a single bladed straight cut. Amen. They they are terrible yeah they're gone you know a good one much. let me know but very i have good. never had one that's been good only one very with two good. blades on yeah very very good i, I like you saying that right there it's yeah. good yeah all right everybody uh we Excellent. appreciate you guys listening today yeah. thank you gary thank y'all thank you john and uh we'll see you guys on the next exciting adventure of smoking underground remember like share subscribe all the good stuff special it's shout good. out to my buddy sid he is a new listener that messaged me just because he wanted to know about Dude. it because my sister told him about it so Dude. he uh he is now listening to the show and he probably won't catch this until later but i wanted to give a special shout out to him thanks everybody adios Have a good smoke later later, later. <laughs>